What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Casual Big Ten Podcast. Today is Wednesday, October 4th, 2023. My name is Kent Peterson. I'm the host of this show. And on today's show, we're going to look ahead, kickstart your week, week six in the Big Ten. It's already here. I can't believe it. It's been going by so fast. We have six amazing matchups. Well, we have a couple amazing matchups, but we have six matchups nonetheless that we're going to dive into, look ahead to the weekend, and what we can expect uh, going into this Big Ten Saturday and Friday night, by the way. Uh, before we get into that, as always, if you are watching on YouTube, please hit that subscribe button. It makes me feel good every time somebody does that. And uh, looking ahead, Friday, Bet Big with Bet Big Brad and B1G Wilson every Friday morning. Don't make a bet until you watch our show. We're going to talk about all the lines, what's going to happen Bet Big Brad, red hot right now. You need to listen to this guy. He can't get a pick wrong, it seems like. So come back on Friday and uh, look forward to that. Uh, let's get into what's happening this weekend. Before we do that, bye weeks. It's starting to happen now. We're going to have some teams that are not playing. And this week, we have three of them. Indiana, Michigan State, Penn State. No games this weekend. So if you were here to listen to coverage about those teams, um, they're not playing. You're going to have to do some basketball research this weekend or maybe look ahead to next week's games if you're a big fan of one of those teams because they're on by and they're going to be prepping for uh, next week. They're not playing this week, but we'll be back next week to talk about those three teams as always. This week, I'm going to do things a little bit different. I usually like to go in order of how things are going to go throughout the weekend, chronologically, if you will. But this week, I'm going to kind of rank my excitement level as we go through each of these games, starting from number six and then finishing with number one. If you're on YouTube, you can see on the sidebar which one it is already. So that's a dead giveaway. But if you're just listening to the podcast, you're going to have to wait till the end to hear the game of the week. So let's get started with that. Number six this week out of the six matchups, the game that I'm least excited about has got to be Northwestern versus Howard. Howard coming to Northwestern. It's on Saturday at three o'clock BTN. This is really, I mean, I'm looking at Northwestern's schedule right now. This is one of their last chances to get that third win. And if you're a better, like I was just talking about bet big, and you had two and a half over for Northwestern, you really need this game against Howard. Here's, what's how, here's what Howard has done so far this year. They beat Morehouse, they beat Robert Morris, and then they lost to Hampton and Eastern Michigan. Yikes. They're not going to be a good team. That's as much research as I felt like I needed to do on Howard. I think that Northwestern should win this game. Um, but like I said, looking at their schedule, they have Nebraska, Maryland, Iowa, Wisconsin, Purdue, and Illinois. I mean, maybe, maybe Illinois. If Iowa starts being really bad, maybe Iowa. But it just feels like this is their last chance to get that third win. And uh, for David Braun, he really needs it. Because if he wants that long-term contract there, he can go back to the admin after this year if he gets three wins and say, hey, you know, 300, 200, per I don't know how percentages work. I'm not good at math, but three times better than what we did last year. That's for sure. Because they only won one game last year with Pat. So um, big game for David, big game for Northwestern, and it might be the last time that they're uh, happy, the Wildcat fan base, that is. Going to game number five, though. The game that I'm second least excited about has got to be Nebraska and Illinois. Maybe this is a little bit of recency bias when I'm watching these teams, but 
Nebraska gets blown out by Michigan last week. Now, Michigan, great team, obviously. Can't really fault them for that. But Illinois really getting take behind, taken behind the woodshed against Purdue? Huh? That's not supposed to happen. Didn't see that going into the year. Um, couple really bad teams. They're going to be playing on Friday night, and that's great because we need to get this game over with. FS1, 8 o'clock. Um, I said on my wrapped episode that I am writing off both of these teams. I've written them off in the Big Ten West. I know the West is wild. I know the West could always be won by anybody. Um, I just don't think Illinois or Nebraska are anybody. That's how bad I think they are. I mean, anyone can win the West, but you got to be somebody. And I, I, I mean, I'm looking at Illinois right now. Here's what we got stats-wise. The 14th ranked defense in the Big Ten. That's last place, by the way, this year. We only have 14 teams at this point. The 12th ranked offense. That is disgusting for Illinois. They have got to be better. And uh, I don't know how they get better. Honestly, the players aren't changing. The coaches are going to be the same. And the competition's going to get stiffer throughout the year. So I just don't see them getting bigger. Nebraska, you have nothing really to be proud of yourself when you're looking at these same rankings. Ninth ranked offense, and then last place, I'm sorry, ninth ranked defense, last place offense, 14th ranked offense. So on the field for this game on Friday night, when Nebraska has the ball, you're looking at the worst offense in the Big Ten versus the worst defense in the Big Ten. Something has got to give, right? I mean, <laughs> it's like Nebraska is going to have the ball and Illinois is going to be like, come on, come score. And they'll be like, oh, we don't know how. We really don't know how. Um, the only thing I'm really interested in for Nebraska going forward, I have no interest in Illinois at this point. I do want to see what's going to happen with the quarterback situation. Is Jeff Sims going to come back or are they all in on Heinrich Harburg this year? Um, I like Harburg. I've heard a little bit of like uh, tweeting or Xing, if you will, on the uh, social media that maybe it's time to bring Jeff Sims back in, but I don't think so. I like Harburg. I like him a lot, and I think he uh, provides the team um, a competitive edge, and he doesn't turn the ball over as much as Jeff Sims. So you got to stick with Harburg at this point. And honestly, I just don't think it matters. Their defense is trash anyway. So, or I'm sorry, their offense is trash anyways. Doesn't matter who's playing quarterback. I could play quarterback for them. I played quarterback before. Maybe I should go play uh, at Nebraska. All right. Game number, what would this be? So that was six, five, four. This is the game I'm fourth excited about. How do I say that? I'm fourth most excited about, I guess. It's the Little Brown Jug. If you're not familiar, that's Michigan versus Minnesota. And also, if you're not familiar, it might be because Michigan has won 43 of the last 46 matchups in this quote-unquote rivalry. Not much of a rivalry. Saturday night, our only night game in the Big Ten, 7.30 on NBC. Um, here's what Michigan has, and this is why I'm not going to talk about Minnesota. They have, like I said, won most of the last 50 games in this matchup. They have the best wide receiver in the conference. I mean, and that's argue. I mean, you could argue that, right? It's supposed to be Marvin Harrison Jr., but who has eight touchdowns right now? Is it Marvin Harrison Jr. or is it Roman Wilson? I mean, the numbers don't lie, baby. At some point, you got to start scoring some touchdowns, and Roman Wilson has been doing that every week. B1G Wilson's been doing that every single week. Um, also, if you're Michigan, you have the most efficient, the highest completion percentage quarterback in the conference. And, oh, by the way, 
when they're not passing to Roman Wilson and J.J. McCarthy being the most efficient quarterback in the conference. Let's hand it off to Blake Corum. He's leading the conference in touchdowns rushing. So, I mean, Minnesota's defense is going to have their hands full. I don't care if it's nighttime. I don't care uh, what P.J. Fleck tries to draw up. There's really nothing that Minnesota is going to be able to do to stop Michigan in this game. I think it's going to be an absolute blowout, and it's going to be embarrassing for the Golden Gophers. That's how I see this game going on Saturday night. All right. Game I'm third most excited about is Purdue and Iowa. And the reason I'm so excited about this game is because of all the unknowns with Purdue. Just up and down all year. It's been like that since the the summertime. What are we going to get out of Purdue? What's the defense going to look like? What's Hudson Carr going to look like? What's the backfield going to look like? We're still asking those questions. It's week six now. We don't know what Purdue is going to be. Last week, pretty much even with Illinois for a half, and then they blow them out in the second half. What's that? Iowa, on the other hand, back at Kinnick Stadium. Um, Here's what I'm going to say about Iowa. That is a game that they win against maybe two teams in the Big Ten. Michigan State was one of them, so they were very fortunate that they were playing Michigan State. I have, um, I am, I understand how they win games. They don't score a lot. They don't get a lot of yards. They get stops on defense. Okay. That's great. It is not going, it's not going to work forever. It just can't. It's just, it's not a winning uh, formula to, you know, to keep up for this long. I mean, and I know they've done it quite a bit at this point, but, I just think that this is the weekend where it kind of comes apart. Purdue may have found something in that second half against Illinois last week at home. Um, and maybe they're going to bring that to Kinnick on Saturday at 3.30 on the cock. That's what channel it's on, by the way, in case you didn't know that. Um, it's Hudson Card versus Deacon Hill. Who would you rather have? And Iowa fans, be honest with me. Who would you rather have on Saturday? You can't say, you can't die on this hill. You can't die on the Deacon Hill. It's got to be Hudson Card. And, uh, you know, to make some more puns, you just got to, you know, I was going to say something about the cards you're dealt, but I couldn't think of the right word, so I was stupid anyways. Anyways, um, I was missing too many guys. They're missing two running backs. Is anybody coming back this week? I haven't really looked into that. It's Tuesday night right now, um, and I haven't heard anything about Caleb uh, Johnson or... Is it Caleb Johnson, right? I mean, he's been out for so long, I forgot all their names. Uh, I think it's going to be LaShawn Williams, though, in the backfield. I know it's going to be Deacon Hill. I know that Luke Lachey is out. I know Cade McNamara is out. Um, They're just missing too much. And, uh, you know, Cooper DeGene is a great defensive back. I love watching him play. He's really fun. Punt returns, interceptions, passes broken up, can't throw it his way. But uh, Cooper DeGene can only do so much. He really can only do so much, and I don't think he's going to be able to stop Purdue by himself, even though the defense has been great. I'm going with Purdue in this game. I think that this is finally the game where Iowa's offense doesn't really move the ball and it uh, bites them in the ass, and I think that they're going to lose this game to Purdue on Saturday. All right, my top two games this weekend. The first one is, uh, well, number two, really, the way that I have it uh, you know, lined up in this podcast episode. Rutgers going to Wisconsin. 11 a.m., also on the cock. Rutgers is two wins away from becoming bowl eligible. Now, Wisconsin is a winnable game for Rutgers. 
I'm not saying that they're going to lose this game. They should lose this game. Wisconsin is now my favorite to win the West division at this point. So the way that, I mean, if you're Wisconsin right now, you got to be looking at the rest of your division and saying, we got to win this. We got to win out basically at this point, right? We got to win the rest of our games. We're going to win this division. We're going to go to a big 10 championship game. We got to. So this has got to be, this is kind of an important game for them. But if you're Rutgers, Going into the year, being bowl eligible was just like kind of a no one was even really considering that. So you're two wins away at this point. If you beat Wisconsin this weekend, you're absolutely bowl. You're going to a good bowl at that point. But even if you don't, they have Michigan State and Indiana coming up in the following weeks. I don't know if there's a bye mixed in there, but the next two games that they have are Michigan State and Indiana. And um, they're going to win both of those games. I think Rutgers is really good. Um, and like I said, they could beat Wisconsin. The, the thing that I'm looking at for, for the Badgers is coming off of a bye. How well are you going to play? How much is that offense that we think we finally found in the last couple of weeks? Now you had to take a week off. Is it going to come right back in and start clicking against the Scarlet Knights? Or are we going to have, you know, some little hiccups and it's going to take us a while to get going. So that's kind of what I'm looking for from the Badgers. How well do they come off of that bye? I think if this game wasn't at Wisconsin, that I would I would be comfortable picking Rutgers in this game and being really confident about it. But because it's at home for Wisconsin, I like them. Um, I just don't know what the Rutgers offense is going to be able to do on the road. And uh, they do have the fourth-ranked defense in the conference. That should not be overlooked because people always say, defense travels. Doesn't matter who you're playing. Doesn't matter what time, where. Uh, what the weather is, your defense will always travel. Well, Rutgers has got damn good defense. So is that defense going to travel up to Madison? And are they going to be able to get enough stops to pull off the upset? Can't wait to find out. 11 a.m., like I said, on Peacock Saturday. All right. My number one game this weekend is got to be Maryland at Ohio State. Um, I know Bet Big is on Friday, but Maryland is catching 19 and a half points in this game. And that is outrageous. Um, undefeated. 5-0, and oh. um, one of the, I, I mean, arguably, I don't know how I want to say this. Tualia Tagovailoa is a great quarterback. If you watched him play last week and you don't think, if you watched him play the last two years and you don't think that, then you don't know what you're watching. Great quarterback, veteran quarterback, going up against Kyle McCord, who has um, less experience, but I will say, Highly recruited out of high school. He's played in big games now. I think that he has enough experience to say, hey, this is a big game. I'm comfortable in this situation. This is not like someone playing in their first big game of all time going up against Tualia Tangavailoa. That's not what that's not what this is for Kyle McCord. I do, however, think that the quarterback advantage goes to Maryland. That's what I'm going to say in this game. I think the quarterback advantage goes to Maryland. Now, Here's where I think that Ohio State has the advantage. Stopping the run and Maryland not being able to run the ball as well as I thought that they should going into this season. I think it's going to have to be a passing attack for Maryland, and I think that their defense is going to have to get a lot of stops. Um, I didn't bring up a ton of stats for this game because a couple weeks ago I went on the Big Ten huddle with my boy JR. I said that Maryland was going to beat one of the big three in the East. It was either going to be Ohio State, Michigan, or Penn State. And then I stopped myself and I said, it's going to be Ohio State. I'm sticking by it. Maryland, the Turtles, the Terrapins, 
They're going into Buckeye land, and they are going to beat Ohio State on Saturday. I want to put it here right now on the podcast, and if I'm wrong, I'm just going to delete everything off social media, and you guys will never see uh, this part of the podcast ever again. Uh, but I'm going with Maryland. I don't care. 19 and a half point underdogs. Don't give a shit. Uh, going on the road. Don't give a shit. Uh, playing against a team that's in the basically in the playoffs at this point. If we were later in this in the year, don't give a shit. I think that Maryland is good. I think their defense is good enough to stop Ohio State. I wasn't overly impressed with Ohio State in the Notre Dame game. I thought that they should have probably lost that game. And I think that they get their first loss this weekend. All right, man, that was quick today. 16 and a half minutes. I like that. I like that on a Tuesday night, getting through these games with the quickness. Like I said, Friday morning, come back to YouTube, come back to the podcast. Uh, you will see Bet Big with Bet Big Brad, B1G Wilson, and your boy. My name's Kent Peterson. As always, thank you so much for watching. Uh, subscribe, rate it, write comments, share it with your friends. Um, if you're a Ohio State fan, don't tell anybody what I said at the end. If you're a Maryland fan, get on the bandwagon. I'm going to say we are getting a win this weekend. Whoa, my light just fell down. Uh, we I slammed my wrist and my ring light fell down. It's good now, right? Okay. We are going to get a win this weekend. Uh, let's go Terrapins, and I will see you guys in the future.